Welcome to Voices of Resilience, a special series from the Vital Voices podcast, where we're sharing stories of courage, commitment, innovation, and perseverance from women leaders in unprecedented crisis. I'm your host, Elise Nelson. Today, I'm joined by two representatives from our partners at Avon Foundation in Argentina. Florencia Chanuzio is executive director of Avon's foundation in Argentina. Her colleague, Ana Anez Alvarez, leads Avon's promise to help end violence against women and girls in Argentina, Chile, and Uruguay as well as the Women's Solidarity Award, which recognizes and supports women who promote social development projects. Anna is also a Global Freedom Exchange Fellow here at Vital Voices. And today we're talking to them about Avon's isolated but not alone campaign, an effort to support survivors of domestic and gender-based violence during this unprecedented time. So welcome to both of you. Anna and Florencia, how are you? Hi, Aline. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for this opportunity. Thank you very much. So, so how is everything? Um, Anna, maybe you could just shed light on, on what's going on right now in Argentina. Oh, yeah, well, Argentina is facing uh, all, all the world, most of the world, the COVID. With all its strength, Argentinian government early decided that isolation here was mandatory for everyone, except except from the ones that play necessary jobs or address health, energy, food. And since the 20th of March, we can only go out to the supermarkets, pharmacies, to attend relatives that are considered risk population, like over 70 years people. Last week, uh, some other permissions were given to some industries, but industries that is very slowly. Until May 5th, no, May 6th, yesterday, Argentina registered 5,280 people positive to COVID-19. Only 273 people died during the pandemic in Argentina. During this period, all our health system was strengthened uh, to face COVID. But apparently, isolation is, is, is working well towards the objective of avoiding massive contagion. But under this context of mandatory isolation, for us, early alarms went off. For the ones we work in GVB, mm. women suffering from domestic violence were already living in some kind of isolation enforced by their intimate partner or relative. Mm. And now they are facing a double isolation like, with this mandatory isolation for COVID. So yeah. that's how we are nowadays. Yeah, you know, one of the other leaders we've been talking to as part of the Global Freedom Exchange was telling us a bit about how if you are a survivor of human trafficking, this kind of uh, lockdown, this isolation, but also feeling as though someone else is controlling your movements is, you know, survivors of human trafficking are, are suffering from PTSD because of, you know, just this, this, this idea of someone, you know, controlling how I can move around. Um, so no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an extremely difficult time that is, certainly aggravating um, a number of these issues that we all care about so much. Uh, Florencia, I want to ask you, as the leader of your foundation, what was it like to transition your team? <laughs> Did that go smoothly? 
I would say that as a team, we are working on a permanent transition. Every day is a new adventure for us. And, and my first question we, when we start this lockdown was, are we doing home office? And our, our answer was, we are, we are not doing home, home office because we find ourselves from our homes in this global pandemic that Anna was referring to, and we are moving our work to our home, our responsibilities to our home, while we are also trying to balance our personal life, our household responsibilities. Uh, if we have kids, we have to take care of them, of course. We have to cook. And sometimes we also are becoming teachers, something that we, we haven't even thought about it in our lives. And another chapter that it's I don't want to, to, to go deeper on that is how are we managing to share this duty with our partners? So we know it's, we know it's not easy and we know that we have the privilege of having a home and having food in our tables and staying healthy. It's important, but working as a team is not easy because we have to take into consideration what is going on on, on each family, on each on each house. So I always hi highlight that we need to respect our time off as a team. We need to respect our meeting schedules. We need to respect the share of voice during those, those meetings. We have to open up conversations on how we feel as a team and what we need. And very important, what we are are needing as a team. So hearing others, uh, not only as a leader, but hearing our mates, it's essential on these situations. So as people continue to stay home, I, there are incredible concerns about domestic violence and increases in gender-based violence. And you know, according to Reuters, we've seen a recent just spike in Argentina um, you have an emergency line that people can call in who are victims of abuse, the 137 line. And what I understand is that you have seen a 67% rise in calls just this past month for all of April. Um, now, I know your foundation is obviously uh, working to, to you know, combat those numbers, um, but can you tell us a little bit about your work um, that you're doing with Isolated Not Alone campaign? Yes, well, well, within this context in mind, at the beginning of the quarantine, we, we developed a local concept to work within Argentina, Chile, and Uruguay that is, like you said, isolated, not alone. Isolated may be needed to prevent COVID-19, but for women suffering from domestic violence, they were already bad news. As Avon Foundation, we wanted to help end and prevent domestic violence reinforced by isolation by doing two things. One is encouraging people to find ways to get involved, maintaining virtual contact, delivering messages about prevention, rights, and hotline services information. And second, by delivering vital key messages to women during isolation and accompany them once they ask for help to identify local services. Avon Foundation in Argentina is with Brazil one of the two countries where Avon has strong teams to address GBV, where campaigns, trainings, and new programs are developed. And many times we share what we do with the rest of the Avon world. And isolated, not alone, due to our tra trajectory or leadership, later on became our global claim, not only for Avon, but also for the four companies, part of Natura & Co, 
all over the world at Avon, Natura, Isoc, and the Body Shop. And we are really amazed with that because it, it became a, a global movement. Mm. You know, and I have to give I have to give Avon huge kudos. Uh, I mean, we've 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 loved partnering with you all over the last more than ten years now, and you know, I think you were you're one of the few companies, but certainly one of the first companies to come out and say violence against women, you know, is is never okay. Domestic violence is a huge problem in every country, every community. No woman anywhere on earth is is safe from it. It it affects all of us equally. Um, and, you know, I think just calling that out for a corporate partner, I mean, that's, that is a huge, um, a huge signal of, of the importance of it. And I think also the link that we can see between the cost of domestic violence, right? Um, yeah. You know, so, so a lot of times people think, oh, it's a human rights issue. But no, actually, it's also an economic issue because there's a huge cost to violence against women and domestic violence, you know, in terms of billions of dollars lost uh, from our economy each year. I think actually the numbers are something like globally 1.5 trillion lost from the economy from domestic violence. When we think about loss of work and productivity, um, you know, obviously missed days of school. You know, you think about that, that is, you know, the size, it's a little shy of the, uh, the economy, uh, the GDP of Canada, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a sizable number, but I th I just give huge kudos to Avon for really calling that out and allowing people to recognize what a serious issue it is and how it does affect us all. And what we certainly know is that, as you say, I mean, victims are cut off from typical services, um, especially if their abusers are monitoring their cell phones and internet behavior. Uh, and so it is so dangerous to be confined to your home. You know, it, it, it is the recipe for disaster. People losing jobs, anxiety is high, and now you're confined to your home uh, with, a, with an abuser. Can you talk about the creative approaches um, to how Isolated Not Alone campaign is getting information and resources to survivors? Yes, when we were starting to, to deliver uh, and, and thinking about all the strategy and all the actions and all the communication channels that we were willing to, to communicate, we find ourselves with a big challenge on how to um, send information to all these women that are locked down with the year aggressor without calling the attention of the men of the aggressor. So we um, came out with this uh, strategy that we call the Trojan horses that it's mm -hmm. a way of disguising this vital message that we need to 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 send to these women on cooking recipes and why do we wow. think about recipes because aggressor we probably will be in will will be trying to control everything that she is talking uh, with her friends or with her family and i think that they they a cooking tutorial will not call uh, his attention. So we developed these videos. We developed four videos here in Argentina and in Chile with very well-known cooks here in, 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 in 
in our in our country that are really committed to the cause and they have donated their time to this campaign and they have also shared the reach that they have to many women all across this this country so if you see the videos that you can watch mm. them on our youtube channel of avon foundation argentina you would see that the first 10 seconds of the video it's a regular cooking tutorial and then we ask the the woman to put heads, uh, her headset on and then we start the the, the 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 key information that we need to deliver to her and the first thing that we say to all these women is that they are not alone that there is big huge group of people a huge network of people that is outside there for her and second that any anything that it's happening it's not her fault so this strategy uh, was uh, developed here in Argentina and in Chile and also in Uruguay but other markets at Avon took the idea and for example in Brazil they turn the cooking tutorial into a makeup tutorial <laughs> we are very proud to be seeing how this strategy the Trojan horses are reaching other places other other countries and other women in mm -hmm. order to stand by all those women in this isolation situation. Mm. What's been the response to that? The best ones. First of all, people were like, what a great idea to deliver information because sometimes uh, when you contact a woman, you don't know how to tell her uh, what to do, what to say. So this video is part of a strategy to for people to know what women are, are suffering some people that were not interested on this issue and were not willing to help a women they felt like in in their own flesh and their own body what was it like to be isolated by the video so the the, the, um, the how how people reach on, on on the video is is very important because we we could not only deliver information uh, for the for the women that is suffering from gbv but also make awareness on the situation that a lot of women are suffering on this pandemic isolation that we are all facing now, obviously, we know that um, the numbers of reported cases of violence are low, typically only capturing reported cases, right? And often focused in major cities. So uh, right now, certainly, and always, there are probably, I mean, people estimate it's like half of the cases of domestic violence actually go unreported, half, right? So when we look at these numbers, it's, it's potentially twice as much. Um, how have you got the word out about this campaign to more rural uh, areas that we know often go, many of these cases go unreported? Your question make, makes me think about how we are in, not only in Argentina, but in, in Latin America regarding all our bills. And only 13 countries in Latin America and the Caribbean has uh, integral bills to protect uh, women uh, of, of gender-based violence. And there is a common denominator throughout all Latin America and, and in Argentina too, that is the absence of coordinated responses to GBV. And this is situation also happens in, in bigger and it's even worse in, in, in rural areas and smaller cities as, as you say. And I think this is a, it's not an exclusive finding of COVID-19 during COVID-19, but COVID-19 is helping us highlight this situation. 
because there are significant differences between the assistance given in, in all our, our country, but it's a difference how the law enforcement, the judicial system, the state and the NGO works. The frameworks and urgencies of all these agencies are different. And that's when, when I, and I heard your question, it made me think about the Justice Institute and how those experiences we carry forward with you with Vital Voices go even more relevant because they, they work how to, to make possible coordinated community responses and how they are uh, MIA in the, in, the, in the territory. And it's so needed to, to, to fight this pandemic and to get to all the places we don't get because they are smaller, because they are far away. But I think not only to reach those places is, uh, is needed the coordination, but also there are needed like exceptional decisions like extending, protecting orders, viewing isolation automatically. This is happening in Argentina, but in some other countries, this is ignored. I think we have to invest more economic resources and and assign it to find this pandemic within COVID-19 investment. We have to think, we have to invest on domestic violence to end it as we are investing in COVID because uh, only in Argentina during this first six weeks of isolation, 36 women were killed. It was oh. killed a woman every 28 hours. Oh my goodness. Wow. And uh -huh. Yes, it's for me. It's, <laughs> it, it, it it makes me so. I don't know if it's stress, but it makes me so sad because it always takes us to think what can we do, and what we did from from Avon is how could we collaborate delivering these messages in these rural areas with with uh, our isolated not alone campaign, and we did it through our ABLE representatives network. So I know that there was quite um, an escalation in 2019 and early 2020 of protests and marches to end violence against women in Latin America, all throughout, all throughout Latin America. But now that COVID-19 has hit people and people are staying at home throughout the region, you know, beyond Argentina, um, how do you think this will change the feminist landscape of South America? Really good question. But I think the landscape has changed for everyone, not just feminists, but for us, we are taking this a lot into consideration. Feminists in South America are like the GPS, getting the new information, the new coordinates. But our destiny, that is gender equality, didn't change. What indeed has changed are perhaps the channels where conversations, debates, agreements take place. Feminists are joining digitally, giving the same discussions with a bigger question mark. That is that during isolation, gender gaps may go deeper. And that's our concern. And that's why feminists are really alert in order to speak out for those who can't. Feminists are building huge networks, networks that can save lives. And they are also discussing new strategies to continue setting the gender equality agenda during COVID. I think they are getting the coordinates and they are doing their, their, a huge effort 
and we are proud to be part of that movement that doesn't stop. Thank you both so much for your extraordinary work, for your partnership with all of us at Vital Voices, um, and really for joining us today to share all of it. We very much appreciate you and wish you the very best of luck. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alice. And we invite everyone to, to see our social media and, and share our campaign, Isolating Not Alone, that it's all around the world in all the social media of Avon and also Naturanco. Uh, well, Florencia and Anna, thank you so much. And uh, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the special edition of the Vital Voices podcast. We hope that you're doing all you can to keep yourselves, your families, your teams, and your communities safe and healthy. If you'd like to support our work with women leaders in this country and around the world, you can donate to Vital Voices on our website at vitalvoices.org. Or you can text VITAL, V-I-T-A-L, to 41444. That's VITAL to 41444. Stay safe and remember that we will get through this unsettling time together.